any place that has a huge density of condos is seeing an impact on the inventory right now. And you, my deal hunters, because you tune to this show to find deals, if you're looking to buy a deal, let me tell you, you, you are on the edge. If you're listening to this right now, okay, as we're recording it, you're on the edge of the greatest condo market I think we're gonna, we have seen in five years. Okay? Hey, I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this five months, three to five months from when it's being recorded, you're in it right now. You are currently in a space where the condo market is starting to hit the bottom. Condos suffer long before normal residential real estate. Why? Well, life at the top, baby. See, the thing about the condo market is it's volatile. Two reasons for it being volatile. Number one, it's driven mostly by dense population density. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Thank you. It's amazing how we get the studio audience in this little studio. You're, you're muted. Oh, yeah, Jonathan. There you go. Say that again. Jam-packed. Tell they're you, like, man. They're, they're falling over each other trying to get over here and get just a touch of his cloak. Like it, it's incredible. Like, it's, you can fly afterwards. I don't know if you know that, but, like, if you rub my head, like, so you can you can fly. Well, that goes for you ladies, too. Wow. Oh, I'm kidding, Laura. Please don't hit me. All right. Wow, not in, I'm not a part of this. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. You know, the little housekeeping. Um, just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to you guys, because... Um, if you obviously you're not following the podcast statistics, you guys don't care about our ratings as much as I do, but I do like a lot. Like, and I, I check how we're doing on downloads, and I, I am proud to say that we just launched episode number seventy five. Okay. So let's hear it out there for episode yeah, seventy five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, That's pretty give hot. It up, um, give it up, yes. So seventy five episodes in, and I, I got to be honest with you, most podcasts don't make it past the first couple of episodes. If you look on iTunes and etc., right, mm-hmm. you see a lot of don't make it. Furthermore, listenership tends to drop off about the fifth or sixth episode to zero because if people don't like what you're saying, then they stop listening. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, so here we are broadcasting live from our downtown Denver studios with Mr. Jonathan Winston, my, my, my producer. And I just, you know, kudos to you guys for listening. But really, I want to thank you, man. I just I want to thank you on the executive producer side uh, just for making the show incredible. You build incredible oh, listenership. I appreciate it. Hey, man, you're kicking butt. I appreciate it. And listen, if you're looking, just a quick shameless self-promotion, you want to get started in the podcasting world, reach out, man. Like, I, I can, uh, like how do people get in touch with you on the executive producer side. On the executive producer side, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn at uh, Jonathan Winston. You can find me on Facebook um, at Jonathan Winston. I'll have my real estate information up there as well. Um, and just kind of reach out to me there. Um, I'll, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't need y'all having my phone number right now. I'll give that to, maybe give that to y'all at the end. Except perhaps the ladies. Like if you're yeah. hot, like, yeah. like you just reach out, it probably, it probably should be the phone number. Yeah. You know, maybe in the show notes or give me my IG or Snapchat, <laughs> send me a quick pic. To this let is how it gets down. Wait, wait, never mind. Uh, 
Yeah, man, just hit me up. I'll help you out with the podcast. I'm good. I'm all right at it. I think it's going all right, so let's go. I'm proud of it, man. I'm super proud of what we've done. I'm proud of the reviews. I am proud of the consistency in delivering the most powerful data available in the marketplace on the foreclosure market. It's what we do each and every single week. We've had some incredible guests on the show, and you're listening, so I don't need to convince you. You already know how amazing this show is, but I just wanted to say thank you guys for that. Let's get to it. You didn't come here for a kudos rally. You came here to learn about some foreclosure information. Let's get to that. I have an article here from the National Association of Realtors. Okay, now, listen, as you may know, for 15 years, I was a licensed agent, so I love realtors. You know, I've just chosen to cross over to the other side of the real estate space in the investment world, so I don't identify as a realtor. But the good news is I no longer identify as a small blonde woman either, right? So a lot of identification has changed over the years. Um, That was a strange time in my life. I don't want to talk about that. So (laughs) if you check out the show notes, I got an article in there um, where Realtor Magazine is going on about condo inventory grows, but sales stay strong. And basically what, what they're saying is that inventory is rising drastically in the big cities where condo markets are super hot. My obvious example, since we're in downtown Denver, is to bring up downtown Denver. But for a long time, I'm no longer a resident at the moment, but I'm going back, I promise you. But one of my favorite places in the world to live okay, was the Spire Building in downtown Denver. Now, if you're familiar with Denver at all, you will know the convention center has got this big, giant blue bear, and he's looking inside of the convention center, and it's a really cool statue. He's been there for a very long time. It's sort of a a Denver icon. Well, directly across the street from that is a residential building known as the Spire Building. It's 42 stories tall, okay? And I can tell you that living there was awesome. I've got some incredible friends still who are in the building, and the thing about living in a condo development is it's like a nonstop party. (laughs) Okay. Right, like all day long, like you've got a hot tub in the lower level, there's a pool. We had a, a theater room upstairs. So you've got yeah. 42 stories of people who are generally at the top of their game in some capacity. And I trust me, I'm going to bring this around to the real estate sense in just a second, but I, I think you need the backstory to fully understand why we're talking about this article and where we're going from there. So here we are in the Spire building. We lived on the top story of a 42-story building, okay, condo unit number 4215, okay? And this article is talking about how inventory is starting to grow. So it's funny, coronavirus hits, right? And generally speaking, because this building is one of the hottest buildings in downtown Denver with a starting price somewhere in the mid $400,000 range. And and if you get something for $400,000, you're getting basically an oversized, overpaid closet, right? You got about 750 square feet. If I could whistle. I would whistle right now at that price for <laughs> a studio, 300 whatever. How many? Yeah, 700 square feet. They didn't get okay, that small, okay. but 750 cool. square cool. feet would run you in the fours, right? So we uh, we did we did not live in that. Um, Laura and I are pretty highfalutin. We're big on that. So we're living in the top story of this building because when we moved in, we moved in the 28th story. And I had a discussion with my wife. I said, one day, you and I are going to live in the top story of this building. And she said, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. I go, I'm, I'm being dead serious with you. One day. We're going to live on the top floor of this building. So as things go, an opportunity presents itself with a young lady who's living in the building. She's going to go tour Europe for six months or something, wants to rent her condo out while she's out touring Europe. And we were only like partially through our lease. And I'm calling my landlord and said, I'm sorry, I got to break my lease. 
um, we are moving to the top story of this building because I like I said I would. <laughs> okay. You know, <laughs> and, this, this is the type of guy he is. This is the this, kind this of is guy. Foreclosure deals, coach guys. So we're living at the top story of the building, and as this article goes on, as coronavirus hit, our lease expired. We moved on to a different unit in the building, that eventually out of the building where we're currently staying in one of our flips um, in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. But the, the point was, as as we were leaving, we watched the phenomenon mentioned in this article. Inventory had started to go way up. Okay, condos that were selling now for in the neighborhood of 700, 800, which was way more typical of a condo, they just sat and sat and sat. And then the million dollar condos, they started to drop. So here we are, and the title of this episode is Life at the Top how the condo market is going to be affected by the foreclosure market. And I have to tell you, I don't know how much foreclosure is going to impact the condo market, but what I do know is coronavirus definitely has. Okay, As it sits today, condos that should be selling for a million and up are now selling in the 800000 And it's so funny because the very condo we were living in on 4215, unit 4215 in this building, is now listed for eight hundred grand. And as your foreclosure deals coach and an appraiser and a real estate agent, I am 100% assuring you that six months ago, that condo would have sold for a million bucks. Okay. No if, Andrew, buts about it. By virtue of being top floor, by virtue of the views, by by virtue of now, was it overpriced? Sure, that argument can be made. Okay, we can definitely make the argument that the entire downtown Denver market, and while we're talking about condos across the board, maybe the city uh, cities across the country are overbought right now. Prices. I've been arguing that for a long time. That prices have gone way too high, and perhaps a correction was imminent. And now we are absolutely seeing it. Okay, so now couple that with people who bought recently. Let's say you paid a million dollars for your dream condo, and I have to tell you, I tried real hard to do so. Right before we moved out, I put an offer in on a million-dollar condo, and we were um, outbid because the market was still a little bit hot, and this was a top-floor corner unit. But if you bought your million-dollar condo in the last six to nine months, you overpaid, buddy. And I can tell you what's going to—I know. And what's going to happen next— is that million dollar condo just dropped down to 900, maybe even 800? If you put a ton of money down, maybe you can just take the bath and move on. But if you're like most people and you leverage it out to the hilt, you're in real trouble today, right? And that real trouble means if you have to sell your high rise condo, if you're in a position where you have to sell, loss of job, which is not uncommon with unemployment at all time highs for a very long time in the past. Uh, perhaps your company's relocated you to another location. Also, not uncommon. A lot of companies are consolidating office space as we speak, cutting down on what they're spending on commercial real estate because of what's going on with the economy right now. If you have to sell your condo in the city, you're in real trouble. Okay? And now, this is the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, okay? So where there is doubt, there is also a silver lining. Here's a silver lining. There's going to be some incredible opportunities in that area right now, right? And then I want you guys to be, if you're watching the foreclosure market, and I know you are because you're listening to this show, we have not seen a huge amount of foreclosures hit the market just yet. I, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is it's going to happen. And we are on the cusp of a major change. And we're going to see that change in the most volatile parts of the market first. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. 
One of the things we talk about on the show is the importance of great foreclosure data and helping you to find a great deal on a foreclosure property. But where do you find this data? You're certainly not going to find it on Realtor.com. You can't get it on your local MLS. So we have partnered with data provider Foreclosures.com to get you the latest and greatest in foreclosure listings right there in your local market. These properties are not hit the market in most cases, and when they have been foreclosed, gives you easy access to find out more detail so you can get the best deal on a foreclosure property. Getting started is super easy. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and click on the link labeled foreclosure list. Enter your zip code for a free seven-day trial of the best foreclosure listing data available in your local market. These properties are not even on the market yet, so you can get a jump on them and get a great deal. Once again, this is Donnie Corm, your foreclosure deals coach. We'll look forward to seeing you there. If you look at Colorado Springs and most of suburban Denver, all you're seeing is prices going up, inventory staying low, and a bidding war shootout everywhere you look. Okay, You start looking in the cities right now, and I don't care what city you're in, but I do want you to take a moment to A, read this article because it goes over the areas that were most, the condo's inventory is increasing the most. You want to check that out. New York is one of the big cities where this is in big impact. Denver's definitely seeing it. Austin, Texas, any place that has a huge density of condo's, Condos is seeing an impact on the inventory right now. And you, my deal hunters, because you tune to this show to find deals, if you're looking to buy a deal, let me tell you, you, you are on the edge. If you're listening to this right now, okay, as we're recording it, you're on the edge of the greatest condo market I think we're gonna, we have seen in five years. Okay? Hey, I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this five months, three to five months from when it's being recorded, you're in it right now. You are currently in a space where the condo market is starting to hit the bottom. Condos suffer long before normal residential real estate. Why? Well, life at the top, baby. See, the thing about the condo market is it's volatile. Two reasons for it being volatile. Number one, it's driven mostly by population density. Why does anybody live in downtown Denver? Why? Because they want to go and do all the cool, fun stuff, man. You got all the bars. You got like the little, uh, you got the little speakeasies, the wine restaurants, shop, restaurants. You got the, Pepsi Center to watch the Nuggets play. Yeah, all that good stuff. Concerts, everything, man. What's not happening right now? Any of that. None Any of, of that, that. It's like we. It shuts down to like ten o'clock here now. Right. All the bars and so stuff. So the party's over a lot in downtown. Would you yeah. would you agree with that? Like, yeah, I mean, and then they bring it yeah, well never yeah. Yeah, it's over. It's, it's over. over. The party's currently over, right? So that was the primary reason why my wife and I were, were living in downtown Denver. We're going, I don't want to live here. This sucks. The party's over. On top of that, they closed down our pool, right? Because of the coronavirus. And then to add insult to injury, and this is horrible, but somebody killed themselves. They jumped off the building, the 35th story of the building, landed on the pool deck, destroyed a lot of the pool deck. Uh, is this all tied to coronavirus? Listen, man, whether it is or not, it's impacting the, the market. Okay, You think there aren't more depressed people shut in right now to the condo market? You've got a lot of people who simply aren't leaving their house right now out of fear of what's going on outside. Right? This is the worst case scenario for the condo market. Okay, and the only place it could go, based on million-dollar condos at a thousand square feet, the only place it could go was down, and now it's doing just that. Okay, so if if you're a deal hunter, and and you must be because you're hearing my voice right now, if you're a deal hunter, start focusing your attention on high population dense areas like the cities. Start looking at downtown Denver, Colorado. I got to be frank with you, you're not going to be buying anything to flip right now because you might be able to get in cheap, but you're not going to be able to get out anywhere near the values that we were once at.
okay? But that's not a bad thing. Maybe if you've been waiting on buying that luxury condo, you've been monitoring the market to buy your deal, let me tell you, opportunities knocking, the deals have arrived. And this article really goes into detail on how sales are strong. What's funny is condos are still selling. Despite all those density issues, people and the mass exodus from the city, they are still selling, but they're taking longer to sell, and they're selling for substantially less. Okay? And, and that's the reality of an upcoming, not current, but upcoming foreclosure market. So now you got to ask yourself, if you are a short-term investor, where do you want to be right now? Well, you probably want to be in the condo market. Because as a short-term investor, a fix and flipper, which is a lot of what we teach in our coaching program, is how to get through your first fix and flip deal. You want to be in the suburbs, the super stable areas. You want to buy low and sell high in a neighborhood that's very predictive. If you're a long-term hold investor, and I'll be frank with you and tell you that you should have a little bit of both in your portfolio. Okay, You don't want to be all short-term flip. It will backfire eventually. Ask me how I know. Okay, On the flip side of that, if you are a long-term hold, you should be spending a lot of time. If you're if you're the type of person who wants to live in the city, I was born in New Jersey, raised in Brooklyn, New York. The city runs very deep into my psyche. Okay, I, I'm just naturally a city guy. I can dabble in the suburbs. I grew up in the burbs, Colorado Springs, Colorado. It was cool, but I always longed to get back into the action. I longed to be at the top of the building, looking across the city, being able to walk to see the Nuggets play, or walk over to see the Broncos play, or catch a live jazz band anytime I want. The city is where I belong, but I got to be frank with you, as a city dweller, the city is not feeling like home to anybody right now, right? And this mass transition, this change provides an opportunity for those of us in long-term investing, okay? So you're used to hearing a message here on the show about how, you know, we fix and flip, we want to find that deal and get in and out of it. I am not at all encouraging that. I'm simply telling you that if you're thinking longer term, I would look at markets like Las Vegas. They're going to have a huge condo problem because they got a lot of them and Vegas ain't fun right now. Right, Downtown Denver, all the reasons you would want to live in the city of downtown Denver are gone, and the prices are being affected by it. Okay, The number two reason why they're having trouble with inventory shortage right now, or sorry, inventory increasing right now, is condos are harder to finance. Okay, and you should know that conventional financing plays an entirely different game. They want to know the occupancy rate, renters versus owners. They want to know the status of the HOA. Okay. When you have a collapse in the market, the HOA fees, and on some of these condos in downtown Denver where I lived, the upper end units, for some of you, you may need to sit down, but like your HOA fees are about seven, 800 bucks a month. Okay. And what does that include? Well, access to the pool, access to the gym. So did they right. give y'all your $700 or whatever back when they closed the pool? No, and that was a big thing. And a lot of people complained. They're like, you know, you, you're charging us for these amenities that we can't use anymore. The gym is closed. Shouldn't we, should we still have to pay this? And yeah, the HRA went, yeah, went, yeah, you got to pay it. Come we on, gotta, man. We got expenses. Come on, man. It's expensive being an HOH person, man. It's a lot of... Oh, yeah. They do a lot of nothing. It's incredible. Yeah, they, they enforce stuff. They're, they're generally mean to you. and they, <laughs> like HOAs suck in most cases. And this is no exception, right? This was no exception. But the, the point is, is the, all the amenities you're paying for are gone. So exactly to what, what Jay just asked, right, is if I don't have the amenities available, if my pool is gone, if my gym is gone, why am I still paying the HOA? Because that's how the bylaws are written. See, every HOA has a clause in there, so we don't have to provide services for this. You have to pay us this monthly fee regardless of what you're getting in return for it. And I would say that's 98% of HOAs. Okay? So if you're a condo dweller, 
You just, you just wrote a check for a million dollar condo because you were hoping to go party in the pool with your friends or hang out in the hot tub. Now that's gone. You still got to write a stroke a check every month for 700 bucks a month for amenities you can't use. Mass exodus, baby. People are going to be fleeing these situations like there's no tomorrow, and you're seeing it right now. Million-dollar condos, the very condo I lived in, should have sold for a million, is now at $800,000 today. Okay? And as you hear these numbers, if you're a starter investor, you're thinking this is preposterous, there's more money than I'm ever going to have, that is your problem right now. Okay? Your problem is you can't see big enough to understand that one day you will be pricing out a $750,000, $800,000 condo as long as you stop thinking like the guy who's trying to afford $1,200 a month in rent right now. Okay? You've got to change first. Right? So these seem like big numbers that are well beyond your grasp. The reason, my little deal hunter kitties, that I have you on the show each and every week that I want to have you guys back is because I'm going to hear change your mindset. If you are investing long-term in condos, that condo that's 800 grand in downtown Denver right now is how much in New York City, do you think, Jay? 1,200 square feet, a top-floor condo in New York City. What does that go for? That sounds like multi-millions, man. How many, what, are, what are you thinking? I'd say two to two and a half mil. Okay. Right? Will Denver ever be... New York City. I don't know. Maybe, maybe eventually. It's possible, yeah. right? That, that's the point. So these guys who are, who are speculating on the future of the condo world, assuming the city rebounds, and is it going to rebound? Listen, in my opinion, Denver's one of the best cities in the world. I'm biased because I live there. That's sort of a factor. But I'll shoot straight with you. I've been to a lot of cities, you know, and I love Denver. I love the... I like the seasonal changes as long as it's warm. I'm not big on being cold. I'm a tropical people. Um, <laughs> right. But, you know, when it's not cold, I love Denver. It's probably one of the greatest places in the world to live. I, I truly believe that. And right now, it's cheap. Like, all of Denver is on sale. You know? Give that some thought. Okay? We don't, we don't want to take this over time, but I do want you to check out the article. I do want you to go and check out what's going on with inventory rising in the condo market and start to see the signs of what is inevitably going to happen in the foreclosure market. And after you peruse the article, I want you to cruise on over and get the analytical tool you need to start analyzing the market as it happens. Listen, even if you're not going to buy something right now, you need to go to dealhunter.io. Hop on that app, get PropStream, and start doing the analysis of what stuff was selling for in the past so you can get a feel for what stuff is going to be selling for in the future. If you had a crystal ball and you knew you could buy something right, that was going to go up in value by a quarter million, a half a million dollars, would you wait for a minute more to find out? You know you have access to that data right now? You can see trend analysis in DealHunter.io. Right? You can become a part of that by knowing how the data moves and then operate before it happens, not afterwards. Okay? Knowing what the market does afterwards, the Wall Street Journal does that. Right? It's, it's a really good enterprise, but they're reporting the past. Okay? Smart investors are trying to predict the future. They're not always right because the future changes. But if you've got even a little bit of insight, you're in an incredible position right now to take over the market. And I'm promising you the best deals in real estate will start at the high-end luxury condo market. That's the first place to go every single time. And it's happening right now. Get out in front of that. Okay, and with that, we're going to wrap up the show. But if you want to continue the dialogue, like if you want to become a part of this discussion, or better still, if you live in a condo right now, I would love to hear from you all across the city. I would love to have a conversation with you. Either let's plan some time to meet up and then maybe have you on the show discuss what's going on in the condo market in your neighborhood. The best way to start that dialogue is to join the Foreclosure Deals Coach Insiders Group. The link will be posted right here in the show notes on this show. Ask for membership to join the 
group. Let's discuss. We are accumulating a mass of deal hunters all across the United States of America, and together we're going to use the information available to profit, make a ton of money, and maybe even help some people out there to change their lives through foreclosure investing. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you now and always, don't buy a house, man. Buy Buy a a deal. deal. Want more of the foreclosure deals coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.